Back on our new breed of golf, Michael Breed, Greg Ducharme. Our email address is a new breed of golf at michaelbreed.com. Make sure you include a telephone number when you send those emails to us. We love hearing from you, but we love being able to reach back to you. We're not able to take phone calls, but we are able to call you. So make sure that you give us a, a telephone number. And, and uh, every single day, we're calling one lucky listener to, to reach out and check and see how you're doing. We also give you one question, whatever question you want. It can be instructional, whatever it may be. So uh, make sure you include a telephone number. It's now my pleasure to welcome to the show 2016 U.S. Women's Open winner, Brittany Lang. Brittany, good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning. Great. How are you guys doing? Doing great, thanks. All right, so let's talk real briefly. Uh, first of all, you had a, a a baby in January, and now all of a sudden in March, everybody's like quarantined. How has your world changed since, you know, the 2020 started? Oh, my gosh, it's crazy. You know, I kept I kept worrying about um, getting back after having Shay, and... Um, I, obviously I have had so much time, which has been great to get my strength back and everything. Um, so much to where I'm actually a little bit tired of practicing and ready to go compete, but it's been really nice to spend extra time with her and get in a nice routine and practice and get my strength back. So it's been really beneficial for our family. Have you been able to, to sort of rearrange your time I, I was I, I would imagine this is a dramatic change in your schedule um in your lot in your normal daily schedule of feeding and getting proper sleep and rest taking yourself getting the workouts that you need to do all that stuff I would imagine has been very challenging for you how long has it taken you to get to a point where you feel like okay I've got my routine now I understand exactly how Shay is gonna you know when she needs to be fed when she's waking up and I'm able to get the proper rest I need and so forth yeah it's definitely an adjustment which we knew it was going to be it's uh it's it's the best thing in the world to become a mom it's it's so amazing the whole process, but you know, we're pretty lucky. Shay started sleeping through the night about 10 weeks old. So she, Boy, are you, lucky. you know, and my, my husband felt, uh, helped with the feedings. Um, so we kind of took turns and we were getting into a nice routine of trading off, getting up in the middle of the night. So we had a nice routine there. And then once she started sleeping through the night at 10 weeks, uh, we felt like, you know, new people actually sleeping you know, eight, nine hours a night. Um, so we are extremely fortunate, but we're in an awesome routine right now. It is, it's a, it's a life changing, you know, having a child is life changing and you just kind of stop dead in your tracks and, you know, your life revolves around them, but I love it. I absolutely love it. And I feel like we're in such a good routine now. It's going to be a little hard to start traveling, but we're ready to do that. How has having a a child affected sort of your priorities, if you will? I know that's a hard question to ask, but I know I know how it affected me. I'm curious to find out how it's affected you as 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 far as the balance between, you know, wanting to be a mother and wanting to be there to raise your child. And at the same time, you know, you're a professional athlete and, and it's important for you to get out there and compete and do all that. How how have you kind of come to this this balance point, if you will. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I, well, I've actually, I haven't competed yet since having her. So I don't feel like I've, you know, done it yet, but, yeah. um, I've been practicing a lot, working out a lot. And I feel like, you know, my husband, he hadn't had to go into work since the quarantine. So it's been nice to, 
he can watch her and I can practice. I can watch her and he can go do whatever. So I feel like it's been really nice, but it's funny. I, you know, I've played golf. I'm, I'm going to start my 15th year on the LPGA tour. And I didn't know how much longer I wanted to play on tour um, since having a kid, because I knew it was going to be a lot of work and I know they need a lot of attention. And um, a part of me thought it was a little bit unfair to, you know, just bring them along and travel and, and all that. But I've actually had, I've had a lot of different thoughts and I feel like, well, first off at the LPGA, we have such a great daycare with the Smuckers daycare. We have some great ladies that run the daycare and it's, it's an awesome place for the kids to spend time, which is and, and allowing moms to go uh, stress-free, go play and not worry about their kids. But I think it's important for Shay to travel with me and see, you know, what I've been doing my whole life. Um, not that being a stay-at-home mom is not rewarding and extremely difficult. I have a lot of respect and new respect for, for stay-at-home moms, but I think it's important for her to see what I've been doing. And, um, I just think it's, I think it's good for her to just see it. So I want to keep playing and, and travel with her and, and have that time with her. Two-time LPGA Tour winner and major champion, Brittany Lang, my guest this morning. Brittany, let's talk a little bit about now as, as we start to embrace this, this possibility of going back to go play. Um, obvious question, first off, is as a new mother and, and the concern for, for your well-being and your family's well-being, what is it going to take for you to feel safe in going back into the, the environment of seeing people, signing autographs, playing golf every single week? Um, what, is, what is it that you're looking for in order for you to go, okay, I'm, I'm comfortable getting back out in that environment again? Um, I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure about that. You know, I think, um, I think over time, this is just going to kind of go away just like with anything, but, um, I'm actually not sure. I, I feel like everything would be okay now if we're just cognizant of washing hands and, you know, keeping a little distance. And, um, I think washing hands is the main thing, but, you know, keeping your distance in a pro-am or, um, you know, making sure you wash your hands after you sign autographs, stuff like that. But, um, I'm not, I'm not over the top on, on this, you know, it's, it's an awful thing. It's affected a lot of people, but I feel like if we're, mm -hmm. if we get back at it and we can do play golf and get back in our normal routine, I think if we just, um, wash hands and keep a little distance, I think we'll be okay. Or I, I'll, little... I'll feel okay. Let's take a little look back to, to 2019. 2019 was um, a, a, an interesting year for you. You drove the ball really well, hit the irons pretty good, but it's, uh, still, it, it probably wasn't the year that you had hoped for. Now, I'm sure you were battling, hey, I'm pregnant, and you know this is going to be really fun, so how much time can I really practice and put in? But as you come out into 2020, what kind of hopes, what kind of goals do you have for yourself or do you, are you a person that kind of sets goals? Do you just want to get out there and see what this is going to be like now being a mother and, and kind of traveling around with, with uh, your family? Yeah. Um, 2019 was actually really fun. I, I didn't think I would like it, but I love being pregnant and I loved, uh, I loved playing pregnant. I actually played pretty well. You know, I had, I had my best finish in two years, my last event at, um, in Texas, but, um, yeah, I, um, I'm starting to set some goals now. You know, I've been fortunate to have this time, um, 
to get everything back in order. And now I'm getting my mind on setting some goals and, you know, I know it's a lofty goal, but I would absolutely, I, most of my things are centered around Shay and what she can see, you know, yes, succeeding at golf matters to me, but I just would like to make her proud and have her there and just do well and, and have her see that. Do you, when, when, when you take your time uh, and you script your time, I'm sure you probably feel like, hey, I need to be more efficient with my time because I want to get back home to Shay and I want to be able to to uh, be there for her and all the different things that she's doing. I know in our house when, when we were going through that, it was all managing the naps. Hey, you know what? The, the boys go down at certain time. This is your time to get out and do whatever. Uh, as you start to do this and you look at your game, what's the area of the, the game that you have kind of focused on the most uh, that you feel is going to be the most important for you now as you start to uh, uh, prepare for 2020? Well, you know, it's actually, it's, it's kind of funny. Um, I practiced uh, as much as I could towards the end of my pregnancy when I was home because I, I wanted to stay sharp. So, and I, and I got so big, my belly was so big that all I could really do was chip and putt. And then it's funny when I came back from having her, I was trying to ease back into it, let my body rest. And all I did then was chip and putt as well. So I feel like my short game is, is on point and has had a lot of reps. And I think all that time um, towards the end of the pregnancy and after having her is really going to help because uh, I sharpened the short game so much and put so much time in. So, and I feel like my swing's coming back pretty easily. So I think my short game is really going to be something that's going to be strong in 2020. Brittany Lang, my guest this morning, 2016 U.S. Women's Open champion. Uh, Brittany, as as you look at the the swing and you say the swing's coming back, I I, I can only imagine how the swing sort of changed while you were pregnant. What has been the biggest difference in the full swing for you? being pregnant and then not being pregnant. How have things changed? How has the motion changed distance to the ball, weight distribution, all that other stuff. But what have you noticed has, uh, is the difference or if there is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, there's definitely a difference. You know, you hear from women, what happens, you don't, you never really know what to expect, but I actually hit the ball quite well when I was pregnant. One change I made um, I narrowed my stance because it was a lot harder to get through the ball with uh, the yep. extra weight that I had, uh, you know, especially in the core. It was hard to get through the ball. So I narrowed my stance when I was uh, pregnant, and that seemed to help me really get onto my left a little bit better. I didn't lose too much distance pregnant, and that was one change that really, really helped me a lot. Um, and coming back, my body has, is snapping back very quickly, and – you know, I'm very thankful. I feel really good. I still probably have probably 20 pounds to go to lose to get kind of back to where I was. However, my back and my core feels really strong. Um, I've been working on that, but I, you know, you hear from a lot of women that your core just breaks down and it's hard to practice, but I've been so lucky that my core has stayed strong and I feel like I'm, I'm almost back to my full self myself before pregnancy um i think maybe in a month uh i should be back there let's talk a little bit about uh the the u.s open um uh, victory 2016 and and as as we get into this really the question becomes as you came into 
um, that U.S. Open, and you got off to a hot start, 68 in the first round. Did you kind of feel like, hey, you know what, I have the game to win a U.S. Open, or or to that end, I'm, I'm really playing well. I, I think I'm close to, to, to winning. I feel like the, the game is on point here. You'd missed the cut, uh, not the week before, but two weeks before, and now you come <clears> into this week. What was what was that, that week like for you? Um, well, to, to touch on something you just said, I always thought I was going to win a U.S. Open, which I'm a big believer that, you know, what, what you believe in your mind can happen, you're, you're going to achieve, um, you know, what, what the mind can conceive, you will achieve. I'm a big believer in that. And I always told myself I was going to win a U.S. Open. I've had so many good finishes there. I feel like my game is just tailor-made for a U.S. Open. Um, we play so many events where a million under par wins. And I love that. I love a U.S. Open because it's challenging. It's fair. I love the USGA, and I love that you don't have to go too, too low. Um, they usually make a an easier day, a harder day. But, anyways, I I always thought I would win a U.S. Open. Um, I just remember that week. I was super calm and just very, very enthralled with my process, which for me is always such a big thing. Um, when I am process oriented and locked in on my, my bullet points of what I need to be doing out there, you know, everything takes care of the wet, the rest. And you just have to have a lot of mental discipline to stick with your process. You shoot 75 on, uh, on Friday. And now you head into the weekend. You've had a good round and then a, not a great round. Um, tell me about the weekend, 68, 71. Uh, what was the, what was the weekend like for you? You said you were calm. Did you remain that way? Was it all the way that way? And did you, did you find as you were coming down the stretch on Sunday, the nerves kind of got you give, give us an idea of, of what the weekend was like. Yeah, for sure. You know, your, your mind races to the, to the, uh, outcome, but I just really tapped into all the mental help that I've had from sports psychologists over the year. Just Every time the outcome tries to pull you there, you know, I just tried to reel it back in and get back to my process and um, which I did a great job of, you know, and and it's naturally going to pull you. You're naturally going to get nervous and it's exciting. It's invigorating, but I just did such a great job of saying, okay, yes, you can win a U.S. Open, but let's get back to these, these few things, you know, let's, let's see the shot. Let's have really good commitment and get back to those. And I, I think that mental discipline over the years of just working that my mind and just really working hard on that helped me help. It helps you stay calm because it gets you back to what you need to do to win rather than uh, freaking out and, and thinking about the big stage. (laughs) I know there are so many people on Saturday and Sunday that are absolutely freaking out as they're trying to, to break 80 or break 75, shoot their lowest score. And here you are competing in a, in a U.S. open and, and have a chance to win. Do you have a clear recollection of what the final two or three holes was, was like? And, and you talk about the process. How did you get yourself to stay focused on the shot at hand and not start thinking about, you know, the, the interviews and the newspaper articles and all that other stuff that were clearly going to come out? Hey, I can't believe I'm about to win a U.S. Open. Well, you know, I've had a lot of great mental coaches over the years, and I feel like I've trained so well with that. A couple, um, a couple things that they, they have told me that helps you, like everybody's going to think, okay, oh my God, I could win the US Open. Okay, calm down. It's okay. Everybody's thought about that. Now, they have some exercises that, for instance, um, 
it, it takes you from being outside your body to getting back inside your body, which means like, for instance, um, if you were to sing a song or if you were to count your steps, like while you're doing those couple of exercises, it's very difficult to think about, oh my God, I have a two shot leader. Oh my God, people are watching me. I could win the biggest tournament women's golf. So those are some of the exercises, breathing, you know, feeling your breath, counting your steps, singing. These are things that bring you back to you and actually help you access um, better golf. It helps you you play better golf, but it actually brings you back from um, people looking at you rather than you just being inside your own body and, you know, doing your own thing, which is what got you there. Um, So those are some of the exercises I used. And I do remember the last few holes. Um, I just remember what a cool experience it was. Um, just, it was cool. You know, one thing I remember very vividly, uh, which my brother's caddy for me for 14 years, and he's actually not going to caddy for me anymore. Um, he, he got what I call a real job, but he has a two and a half year old (laughs) daughter and he wants to be home with her more. He's such a great dad. He's a great brother. But uh, the reason I mentioned that is something I remember so vividly is on whole, uh, 17 or sorry, 16 the par three. I remember yeah. making a bomb in regulation and I'll never forget looking over at my brother and the look on his face. And Luke is, Luke is the same person, whether I'm winning the U S open or shooting 90, he is the same person. He's no different. And I remember looking over at him on 16 when I made that long putt and the look on his face was like, Holy crap she's going to win the U S open. Like the look was priceless and it is, it was probably one of the coolest moments in my life. And, you know, not to add, I had such a great group that I played with Angela Stanford. Who's one of my best friends and Amy Yang, who's just a delight to be around. So I feel like I just got so lucky to have such a great Sunday pairing with those two great girls. That is really fortunate. A, a, a great story. As yeah. we talk with Brittany Lang, the, the 2016 U.S. Women's Open champion. All right, Brittany, we're going to shift gears here a little bit, get into some getting-to-know-you questions, all right? Now, these are just random questions. Okay. You can phone a friend. You can call a timeout, whatever you want to do. There's Whatever you <laughs> need to I do. Feel comfortable, answer. okay? Alrighty. All right, here you go. If um, Let's start with this one. Other than yourself, who's your favorite athlete? My favorite athlete. Um, are these Other than fire? yourself. I'm kind of slow. No, um, no, no. That's what I said before. You can call a timeout. You can phone a friend, whatever you want to do. You can, You know what? We can do this like Steve Harvey. You okay. can pass and go on to the next question. Give yourself time I, to think have, about I that. I have my answer. My favorite okay. athlete, well, she doesn't play anymore, but it was Lorena Ochoa. I, yeah. I always mo- tried to model myself after her. I loved how amazing she was at golf and how – fiery she was but I absolutely loved how nice she was to everybody and I always respected that and I tried to be I tried to be like her interesting that's you know uh she is such a model obviously uh, uh, an individual that walked away from the game in the prime of her career many people said um to to start and have a family and uh not an easy decision and certainly one that that many not just yourself have commented on as being somebody that they that they really look up to. Um, all right, let me ask I, you this I, one now. I, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to touch on. I just always I I just and she was hot when I first came out on tour and I played with her. And I just remember 
not only how good she was, that was secondary, but just how genuinely nice she was to people who came up to her. And I was like, man, I need to be like that. That's really cool because you don't, you don't see a lot of athletes that are that talented and achieve that much that give spectators that kind of genuine time. That, that, that was another thing I just wanted to say. She was just such a cool person. You know, and I will tell you to that point, and, and uh, look, I've, I've worked with uh, players on the LPGA tour and I've been around the LPGA tour, spent time with, with Mike Wan talking about all the, the, the way you and the other women on the LPGA tour treat the fans is something we should all model. I, I, I am so, I'm always so proud and impressed with the interactions that I see, whether it's Paula Kramer, whoever it may be yourself, whoever it is out there, you all make time for the fans. It's fantastic. And, uh, something we all should do more of. Yep. It's pretty neat. All right, here you go. You get one meal for the rest of your life. In other words, every time you sit down, you're going to eat this one meal. This is easy. What meal? What? Oh, this is easy. Okay, great. What do we got? Chocolate, anything chocolate. It doesn't matter what you're it is. going for. I'm chocolate. chocolate. Yep, that's it. Now, okay. Are you a chocolate ice cream person or are you vanilla? Which one? Nope. Which one? Nope. I, I'm not an ice cream person. I am chocolate. I need my chocolate every single day, and I eat it every day. Life's too short. What's, what's the chocolate of choice? You know, it's so funny. I eat dark chocolate because they tell me it's healthier for me. I don't know who these people are, but I do. You know what yep. chocolate? I have had chocolate from around the world. Everywhere I've gone, I get chocolate. Do you know what chocolate I love the most? Hershey's no. milk chocolate. Regular Hershey's <laughs> milk chocolate is, I swear, is my favorite. And it's like the most basic, you know, chocolate. I've tried chocolate from all over the world, but I like Hershey's milk chocolate. Have you been to Hershey, Pennsylvania? Have you done the the whole get on the, the Hershey experience? Have you had that one? No, but I would oh, love it's to. A, that is a must do. Is that it is cool? a must you do. You gotta, I have. I can't see. Oh, I can't cool. do the, the roller coaster. I get a little sick on the roller coaster, but I'm telling you, it's a must do. All right. Last question. You get to have dinner with three people. Now, here's the deal. They can be alive or dead, but they cannot be family members. Who are the three, three. people that you're going to have dinner with? Oh, man. I'm always so bad at these things. Um. I think one of them would be Carrie Underwood. I'm a big fan of country star Carrie Underwood. I think she's really cool. I love her music. I think she has an amazing voice, but she seems like a really quality person. I would love to to talk to her. Yep. Yes. Yep. Um, I like that one. That's a good one. That's a good one. So you have a little music. So cool. Yeah. How about Milton Hershey? Why wouldn't you want to have Milton Hershey right there? Talk a little bit about how he came up with his favorite chocolate and what that all all, all was all about. That's a good one. Maybe he brings me a little uh, gift. Yes, absolutely. We'll mandate that that Milton comes back. Carrie Underwood, Milton Hershey. I'm so (laughs) bad at these. Who else? Who else would I have? Um, Would you have a a golfer? Would you have a – I mean, would Lorena Ochoa be there – at the at the table for you would tiger woods be there would it not be somebody no. but abraham lincoln would it be somebody in the in the historical space that no. that you kind of find very interesting 
You know, it's really hard for me because I feel like a lot of, and I don't, I don't know Tiger Woods. I'm not saying anything about him, but yep. it's hard with people who are really famous because they always have such a bubble arrogance. You never know, right? You never know how they are. Yep. And it's, I'm always like, you're just a golfer. You're just a basketball player. Like, you know, I, I don't, that's why yep. I picked Carrie Underwood. I feel like she would be very real and just, yeah, I feel like Lorena would be like that too. Um, yep. which I know cause I I, I've had dinner with Lorena. She's awesome. Um, she is. Yeah. I don't know. I, my answers are poor here. Carrie Underwood. Let's no keep it to two. We'll keep it to two. <laughs> oh, you're going to put Lorena like in there. Carrie. Terrific. Yeah. That sounds great. I do too. I do too. Hey, Brittany, we, we, uh, uh, thank you so much for the time today and, and yes. congratulations on the, on the addition of Shay and the family and continued good luck with everything. We look forward to seeing you back out on, uh, on the golf courses on the LPGA tour. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. You bet. That's Brittany Lang, two time okay. LPGA winner and also major champion 2016 U S women's open on a new breed of golf on Sirius 208 XM 92 PGA tour radio more after this.